you know like if there are ghosts like i want to know and i want to and then i want to talk to them you know and then i want to raise a demon hey there all you pumpkin spice sipping true crime podcast loving it's raining cats and dogs outside basic goofballs Welcome back to another episode of Basically Obsessed, the podcast where I obsess over something or someone and spend the better part of an hour talking about it. This episode, I had the awesome opportunity to chat with a good friend of mine, Chibi Rabbit. Chibi is a streamer over on Twitch, mainly, but she also creates content for tons of other social media platforms and is an all-around wonderful and genuine person, as I'm sure you'll find out. In this conversation, we cover topics like content creation, burnout, masking, and what it means to be a genuine person. I also have Chibi play a little game, testing her true knowledge of anime. Anyway, thank you for being here. Thank you for your time and your attention. And as always, I hope you enjoy listening to this as much as I enjoyed making it. Without further ado, I bring you Chibi Rabbit. I myself if I died right now, but there be things that I would have wanted to say to people that I care about. Right, let's get this. Let's get this fucking thing started. Um, <clears throat> here we go. <sighs> Hi, TV. Uh, are, do, you, do you want to be called Chibi? Do you want to be called CC? Do you want to be called Kristen? Um, whatever you're comfortable with. Okay. I, go by, I go by, honestly, many names, and I, I love them all equally. So whatever you're comfortable with, we can go with CC if that's what you're comfortable okay, with. I usually call you CC, but I wasn't yeah, sure if fine. that was like a, hey, don't use my, my God-given no. Christian name no. on the oh, internet. Yeah, my, my government name. Yeah, my government name. Literally, I like any of my nicknames that I have. I kind of see them all as like one person, like persona as well. So it's like they're very interchangeable. OMG, a basic witch stream. Yes, it is. Um, Nice. Yes, yes, yes. That's okay. Cool. The CC is what we'll stick with. Let's start with a very basic question, which you actually already answered off stream. Tell us about Chibi Rabbit. How did Chibi Rabbit come to exist? And by that, I mean oh. the name. Okay, because I was going to say, this is a very hard question. Mm. Um, well, I am part Japanese, for those that don't know. Um, chibi in Japanese essentially just kind of means like small or like, you know, like the little picture drawings of chibis or like very cartoonish characters who... Um, kind of have like a smaller like feel to them so chibi is basically from that i am a whopping four foot ten so so it's tall like a yeah so, so lanky so it's a montage of how tall i am um rabbit i don't know i've always liked rabbits so i wanted to have something that was like kind of cute um i'm not like a super big like cat person um so rabbit was like the next best thing for me so kind of putting those together was like i'm chibi rabbit nice nice yeah that's and then you had said that someone had taken your username when you went to go make it. Yeah. So as you guys can tell, I have two T's in my name. So when I went to originally claim Chibi Rabbit, somebody already had Chibi Rabbit with one T. And I literally sat there for so long trying to figure out what other name I wanted and I couldn't come up with anything else. And I didn't realize like when I first started streaming how important your name was. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I never really thought I would go anywhere streaming. I just thought it'd be something I do for fun. So, uh, it didn't unfortunately put a lot of thought into it. I just kind of was like, this is what I want, True. but I still really like it. It's a good name. It's a, it's a really interesting name. It's cool how, when you ask people about how they started their username or they got their username, there's always some story. And I feel yeah. like it's 50, 50. Usually it's, yeah. 
oh, this is just some random fucking thing that came out of nowhere. Or it's like got this really, really like <laughs> intricate, deep meaning. And yeah. so I always love hearing about that. I was uh, going to say, how did yours come up? If you don't know. <laughs> basic Weech. Yeah, I love also throwing the questions back at you. Sure, 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 sure. So, well, then this is going to be a long interview for everyone to sit through and watch. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, we won't do any, I promise. Uh, no, it's Okay, you can throw them back at me if you want to. That's cool. That's cool. For my username, so my partner, Sydney Squid, for those who don't want to use their good Christian name, um, always calls me Weech just as sort of a little pet name or a nickname. Mm -hmm. And I think that that comes from maybe Jenna Marbles. I'm not sure. Um, or like a derivation of a Jenna Marbles video from like way long ago. And then I really like the idea of things that are basic being cool, like pumpkin spice lattes and Uggs and all of that. And I really wanted to play into that idea of like, it's okay to be basic, you know? And, I, and I'm and loving that and like feeling fulfilled in things that are just normal and basic and everyday. And I, obsessed. yeah, and being basically obsessed with things. Yeah, absolutely. And I also am someone who, I mean, I'm not good at video games. And so I felt that that played well into it. No, that's not me. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to like self-deprecate. That's just, I am not wonderfully skilled at them and so <laughs> pixie says five dollars <laughs> so that helped me kind of play into the hey look i'm basic at video games mm -hmm. and i also like that idea of like saying look i am basic and then that also being my username so there was a lot of little kind of like puns that played into yeah. it um and then they've developed over time into like it's fun that people will just be like oh hey basic or oh hey Weech. and it's like they can pick nicknames out of my username yeah. really easily. I like mm -hmm. that. Tell us a little bit about what you do, um, whether that's in the content creation sphere or as uh, you know work or et cetera, et cetera. Okay. I'll give you a, a general overview. Um, so I will say, like in my head, I have like two separate jobs. So one is being kind of like a general content creator, like um, on Twitch, I do Instagram, I try to do YouTube, uh, TikTok, Twitter, like all those good stuff. Outside of that sphere, I see myself as being someone who works at an escape room. That's really fun. Um, I'm recently going to be, <laughs> I just saw your reaction, um, a first grade teacher. So that's something I'm very excited about. Um, and then in the long run, I'm hoping to be a author one day. So that would be something I would love to do. Yeah. So that's just a little bit about me. Yeah. I, oh my gosh. I totally forgot that we had talked about you wanting to yes. be an author. I'm going to have to throw some yes, questions that in there still stands. about that. Andy Dandy Pen coming out. Um, <laughs> tell us about like what drew you into those fields. So content creation, why, yeah. why would you do that to yourself? Yeah, first of all, I was going to say, it's such a funny story because knowing me outside, I think of the chibi persona i'm a very i would say like a like a like a tamer person I, like the, yeah like yeah you're chill <laughs> yeah like i'm very like chill i'm like quiet i'm more observant if anything um i if you would have asked me years ago if i ever would have saw myself in content creation i would have been like you're absolutely out of your your mind but colby my boyfriend he was actually into streaming when i was in college and when i was in college i had no time for video games like i've always liked video games ever since i was a kid it was mostly like solo solo games so like rpg stuff like that just because i didn't have a lot of friends 
I'm satisfied violin and <laughs> when I was in college like I watched him play a lot of games I was like oh this looks so fun I don't have time for it so I was 40 hours a week went to school all that good stuff and then he's like you know when you graduate like what are you going to do with your free time like now that you actually will have time I was like I have no idea and he's like you know do you want to get a pc and like start gaming and stuff with like you know me and my friends and stuff I was like you know what that sounds pretty nice like I want to get back um into the gaming field like I miss video games like not just on the console anymore and then, you know, after that, you know, I started getting set up with that. He's like, you know, what about Twitch? And I was like, what's that? He's like, do you remember like me streaming and stuff? I was like, oh, yeah, like that seemed really fun. Like when you just like, you know, streamed your video games. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, why don't you give that a try? You're already going to have a computer and stuff. It took me a very long time. When I tell you it took me a very long time to accept that, it took me a very long time. I was so nervous. I was so scared. Like every time I went to hit the go live button, I was like shaking. Like I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. So finally, one day, I think I just pushed myself to like, just Kristen, just stream, just do it. Like mm-hmm. what's the worst that can happen? Like you, you like, you love video games, might as well throw yourself out there. So that's where it was born. Like I had my friends come into stream and stuff. It was really nice. Like first, um, you know, seeing someone's name pop up in chat. I'm like, oh my God, like, it's so cool. Yeah. And then when I started getting people I didn't know, I think it made it more real for me. And that's when I really started taking it seriously and then kind of transitioned to, okay, how do I get more people to come in here? Because this is really fun. Like, I really like this, yeah. even though like I'm uncomfortable. Um, but it was like a nice uncomfy because I was pushing myself like outside of my comfort zone which i think something is something that everyone should do once in their life um because you never know what you're gonna find so i found something i liked a lot and that was content creation what what do you think the um like the big hurdle was what was holding you back from initially starting to stream fear absolute fear Fear of Like, like what just i don't know like not being good enough i mean even now i still have that fear like in the back of my head Mm. but I don't know, just getting scared that like people would be mean, you know, because again, like, Mm. you know, not even trying to like self deprecate, but like, I'm not the best gamer at all. I was worried that like, I don't know, I would just absolutely be like terrible and nobody would want to watch. And I think I was just scared of that, that rejection. Yeah, Um, there is definitely that fear of like, I'm about to throw myself out into this void of information and Mm -hmm. no one has any obligation Mm -hmm. at all to give a shit about me you know and you're hoping beyond hope that someone will or like a small group of people will but if they Mm -hmm. don't you're like i put everything out there on the line and i just yeah and i think myself yeah and i think that's like one of my like truly biggest fears like Mm -hmm. as a person like not even just in content creation sorry give me one second you're fine you're fine it's trash time uh thank you everyone so much for coming to see this wonderful interview with chibi rabbit hold for station identification while she uh removes the menace from the trash can back uh back to it um so we're talking about no it's okay it's okay we were talking about like what drew you to doing what you did um and specifically content creation then we were talking about like what you felt held you back from that oh you were saying fear my fear yeah yeah because like that's something that i think even now like outside of content creation like terrifies me like putting myself out there like my genuine self and just getting absolutely like rejected like i'm not good with criticism 
especially when it comes to like my personality, things like that. Um, Cause I know, obviously, you know, I'm not for everyone. Like my personality is very, you know, bubbly, like very extra sometimes on stream, you know, no filter. And, you know, some people can't handle that. Sure. Um, but knowing you outside, I'm, I'm going to push back at you about that because <laughs> knowing you outside of stream, like, yes, you can be bubbly, but you also are a very like warm and caring person who will be, sorry, it's compliment time. So hold the, yeah, here we fucking go. Um, like you're a very warm and caring person who will be very like gentle toward your approach with just about anyone um and i don't think i've seen a single person say a negative thing about you ever and i've worked in high capacity like you know guest interactive volume stuff with you where people say really rude things about your coworkers all the time i've never heard anyone say anything negative about you so so shut up but also keep going with with whatever it was that you were saying. <laughs> That's okay. That was pretty much it. Just like that's what kind of like initially held me back. And I just think I kind of was like, I want to try this. I want to meet more people. I want to do something that I enjoy. And I think that motivation, that drive kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Like surpass that yeah, fear. Helped you overcome it. Yeah. Overcame that fear. Yeah. 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 That's, I'm, I'm glad it did. Um, Risenari, hello, welcome into chat. There's all these people that love you so much and they're coming to see you, chat. I love it. Hello and welcome. They're also here to see you because they love you. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, you're forcing them to love me. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for the follows. I super appreciate it. Um, okay, so because I want to create this little uh, segue into something fun. So here we go. Content creation based in a lot of anime. Uh, I've, I've watched a handful of your TikToks. And so there's some cool cosplays that you do. You do a, you talk a lot about anime. You love anime a lot. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. So one thing that you always have to take into consideration with like content creating is like, I hate to use the word niche, but it's kind of like that. Like, what are you interested in? Like, what do you really like? You know, what can you connect with people mm. on like a real level? For me, like, again, being part Japanese, I love cute things. I love anime. It's always mm -hmm. been something that, you know, I'm basically obsessed with. Um, so trying to incorporate that into my TikToks, um, because, you know, you want to also find a community that like, likes the same things you do. Mm -hmm. So trying to find people who have things similar in common with me, you know, we can find common grounds, we can eventually become friends. Mm -hmm. um, that was so important to me, you know, starting off content creation, and it still is. So finding that kind of like my own niche in a sense like really helped me I think grow and then not only made me put content out there but it's good content that I enjoy to do it's not like oh I have to go make a video for TikTok because blah 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 it's like no right. I enjoy making and talking about anime stuff like that yeah absolutely like if you have to continue to make content if you well because content is king right <laughs> then you might as well make content about something that you're interested in Mm -hmm, exactly yeah, absolutely. and it's it's more it comes off more genuine and not just me like totally. oh like i like anime it's like yeah no, super kawaii beku yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like no I, I genuinely do yeah i think that's that's an important thing to note i think that there's this false idea that people will just like you can make content and people will just like eat it you know mm -hmm. and there's people that do that all the time and 
that's mm-hmm. like kind of shitty content sometimes. Like yeah. if there's not this genuine feeling behind it or care. Yeah, and they're just but putting out content to put it out. When you push against that kind of content even a little bit, you immediately see that it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, you can immediately see like, oh, this person doesn't actually care about this. They just want a paycheck, you know, or this person doesn't actually care about this. They just want attention or like mm-hmm. all of that kind of shit. Like you can tell when someone is genuinely Very invested genuine. in something. And I think that not to give you a compliment, but I'm about to give you a compliment. You can tell the the things that you do, the content that you produce, it is based in you genuinely caring about the things that you Thank are you. producing and not even just like, oh, yeah, like I'm interested in this fandom or I'm interested in anime. But like on top of that stacked with mm-hmm. I am interested in producing content about this kind of thing. It's not that I feel mm-hmm. like I have to. I am interested in making it. Yeah. And it, so good points. Um, and yeah, there we go. OK. Are you ready for your game? Yes, I'm so excited. I made this when I was at work today. I... <laughs> no it's fine we were not busy okay it's uh i think family feud style this is the way that the game works you are going to have a minute and 51 seconds okay and i have a list of nine ten eleven different animes Okay. 11 different, some of them popular, some of them not so popular. I'm not to be exposed as a fake Animes that are, I'm going to describe to you poorly. Oh, So now you have to, when I describe them, you can either try to guess immediately what it is or you can pass. So it's Family Feud style, like the last round, right? You can try to guess immediately what it is or you can pass. And then I'm going to check off everyone that you get right. Okay, you got a minute and 51 seconds. I'm going to put a little song on. Oh, oh no, I'm not good under pressure, y'all. Just, <laughs> just going to put that out there. Absolutely okay. not. All right, I'm fucking ready. Let me get this started. <laughs> I'm going to start the song over again. And I put, I'm put i putting on <laughs> royalty-free game music. It's going to be so good. Here we go. <laughs> you go clutch up. All right. Some of these you're going to get right away, I think. And some of them might be harder. Okay. Ready? And three, two, one. Okay. Crippled midget and tin can search for rocks. Why do you think of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? Yep. Teenager helps Nazis wipe out the last remnants of a dying race. Teenager helps Nazis wipe out the last remnants of a dying race. Remember, you can pass it. It'll come back to it later. Okay, pass. One guy dies a lot, except he doesn't die. Oh, my God. Is it Mm ReZero? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, People kiss a lot. And also school friends and clubs or whatever. But there's so much kissing that it basically desensitizes you from kissing. Okay, we're gonna pass on that one. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Ambitious anarchist violently beats down corrupt government with team of wacky sidekicks. I feel like that could be so much. (laughs) 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 These are hard, chat. If you know, help. Pass, pass. Okay. Uh, Sisters fight with a pair of scissors. Uh, Okay. Um, kill a kill. Yeah. A horrible debt blossoms into a beautiful love. I almost said squid game. <laughs> it's not that. We're going to pass on that pass one. Pass on that one. Okay. Big people eat small people. 
Attack on Titan. Yep. Uh, <laughs> basically a porn, but without, but with only food. Oh, I literally, you said basically porn. I was like, food wars. I should have just left it at basically porn. You, you should have yep. just said basically porn. Yeah. Uh, intense journalist spirals into mass homicide. Is that Death? He's not a journalist. <laughs> yeah, it's Death Note. Okay. Oh, death note? okay. Yep, yep. D&D and bitches.exe. <laughs> That's it. That was your time. You got one, two, three, four, five, six right out of eleven. Fuck. Man, that's no, that's, that's not still. Good. You want to try to get the rest of them? I, I I'm kind of curious. Can you go over the ones that I'm... that you didn't get? Do you want to try to guess that last one? Because I'll let you. Because I gave it to you. Like you didn't okay. give you the chance well, to try to guess what it is. D and D and D. Sorry, D and D and bitches. Dot exe. That shit is so funny. Um. D and D and D and D and D and bitches. It's probably one that I really don't know. Is it like one of the? <sighs> it's a pretty big one. Is it like reincarnating? It's not Shield one? Hero. Nice, nice guess. Yeah, I was kind of thinking something like Isekai. Um. Uh, Infinite Notions. The Anarchist was not Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan was big people eat small people. Yeah. 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 See, I don't know. What is it? Uh, Sword Art Online for D and D and bitches exe. Fuck you. <laughs> okay okay let's go back to the ones that you missed yeah, and then everyone else can try to guess these okay so we're doing teenager helps nazis wipe out the last remnants of a dying race I almost said 86 no you like this one <gasps> dying race nazis damn read it one more time okay. teenager helps nazis wipe out the last remnants of a dying race it's I almost You're gonna get mad. Anime. Mm -hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fuck. This is an anime that you and I share in common. <gasps> no! I can't get it! <laughs> All I think of is it's around high school home school. But it's not, it's anime. not that. It's not that. <laughs> I know it's not around high school home school. <laughs> I'm just like Nazis. Why about it? I mean, don't necessarily think Nazis. Okay. Why about a teenager? Definitely bad people. Yeah. Teenager helps Nazis wipe out the last remnants of a dying race. All right, what is JoJo's. it? JoJo's. <gasps> oh, yeah, <laughs> JoJo's. I, I would have said JoJo's. Wah, wah. I see what you're saying, okay. though. I see. Look, even Tornado's like, oh, that's a, that's a good one. People kiss a lot, and also their school friends and clubs or whatever. I don't know this one. Because I'm trying to think of, like, because you know I love Like, so much kissing. Anybody know kissing animes? All right, tell me a chief. Let us know. I'll just tell you, it's Yamada and the Seven Witches. Oh, yeah, I would not okay. have known that one. Cool, cool, cool. Um, <clears throat> ambitious anarchist violently beats down corrupt government with team of wacky sidekicks. <laughs> could be so much. Is it a popular one? Yes, it's very that? popular. Demon Slayer? No. It's not Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> It's very popular. Pony says M. <laughs> yeah, Pony, you oh, know this I one. Don't, I don't watch One Piece. It's One, <laughs> one oh, Punch. Oh, okay. It's One Piece. It's One Piece. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Did I get it wrong? Is it One Punch Man? <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so funny. <laughs> one Punch Man. It's One Piece. 
Drug Tor W. That's my favorite one too. I love oh, One Piece. God. Yeah, I don't know if you can see just in the back right there, but I've got all all three of the boys. Oh, you do right like there, one right piece there. A lot. Yep. Yeah. Um. Okay. A horrible debt blossoms into a beautiful love. That one's Oran High School Host Club. That one's Oran High School Host Club. Yeah. Fuck. You said that. I was like the vase. The vase. Nice. That was all of them. Congratulations. Good job. Thank you. You did great. <laughs> tried you did great you did great misty in that, that damn, damn bike <laughs> what love psyducky what love <laughs> gg says pony nice 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 um okay let's get <clears throat> let's get a little bit meaningful here we go Ooh. i like it so you you are uh, a very empathetic person Yes. Would you would you say so? Oh, yes. Perfect. Perfect. I'm so glad that you said that. Um, <clears throat> being an empathetic person in a content creation driven world, what can you uh, first of all speak a little bit to that? You know, it's so funny that you say that because I had um, something happen today on stream that I think really kind of pushed my limits of being an empathetic like, tornado already knows an empathetic person because it's a double-edged sword mm -hmm. i genuinely am i would think a nice person i love being a nice person i love including people i don't like being rude or mean you know um for any reason and i i like to think you know there's two sides to every story and you have to kind of understand mm -hmm. both perspectives to really you know understand and grasp what's going on but it's very hard in the content creation field because not everyone is going to meet you halfway and kind of you know they're just going to be mean because they they want to be mean you know what i mean yeah. you can't really be empathetic towards that they're just there's people on the internet who are you know lack for a better word trolly um who just want to cause issues because they can and i think that has really tested my boundaries as a content creator and knowing just like my overall limit what is okay like what is my limit and sure. to give an example like today on stream you know somebody i'm not going to say any names or anything but just somebody who's been there for a very long time um who knows you know how i am my rules how i feel about certain things really pushed my limits on stream because i don't like confrontation i don't like calling things out on stream because again like you know i you could be coming from somewhere you know you're having a bad day whatever but there are limits to what you can say that will not bother me if that makes sure. sense sure so just very very not okay thing to say in general just kind of was racist and made me push myself and call it off timed him out for a very long time just like not it and i think that's where it gets very interesting with when it comes to like my empathetic personality is like you know, where, where do I draw the limits on stream in sure. front of all these people? Um, you know, when I'm trying to keep my composure and stuff like that, and also be an open-minded person, because you also have to remember you're protecting not only your stream, but like the people in your stream. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. You, you kind of like, become like mom and or dad at that point. Yeah. You know, and you, the and parental you have to, figure. Exactly. <clears throat> you have to remember, it's not just you here, it's other people. So you yeah. might be understanding and comfortable but other people don't have that same opinion yeah. which is okay well and it's also um, not just you here like 
during the stream and the other people yeah. that are here during the stream it's like anyone that might come and watch your vod later exactly you know mm -hmm, or exactly. if you pull a clip and like that happens to be in it like it's that mm -hmm. too or just that vibe that general vibe like exactly exactly sure and it's that like that's, that's okay. not something i want so definitely learning to be still an empathetic person but knowing where the boundaries are to make sure everyone is safe and comfortable is something like that i want to work and i'm continually like working on yeah how do you how do you feel how do, I don't know how to phrase this question, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try to phrase it. How do you judge that? How do you like gauge what is okay for yourself and what is not okay for yourself, especially as far as like creating content goes? That's because a very good question. For me, just to kind of give some uh -huh. personal like anecdotal experience here, I feel mm -hmm. that <clears throat> whenever I'm creating something, I tend to give a lot more leeway into what I would deem as me being comfortable because I'm like, oh, well, other people might think that that's okay, you know? And I, so I usually like let things slide a little bit more than I normally would if it was just me in my private space. You know, like if someone said something not okay to me, I'd be like, hmm, okay. Ah. You know, it's very you funny know? that you, you give that example because I think I'm the opposite. Mm. I think I let more stuff slide in person than I do in content creation or over the internet. Sure. And I think for me, it's because I don't like confrontation like in person because I'm there and I'm experiencing it. But it's it's kind of like when I'm behind the screen, there's like that little like veil or veil, mm -hmm. a little veil that kind of just like makes me feel a little bit more comfortable to be like, hey, that's not okay, like what you did there. Yeah. And also, I again, I think I'm putting my my headspace and in, in the way of like, there are other people here, I need to protect them. Yeah. And not really so about myself, like, you know, comments or whatever, like on TikTok, all that good stuff. It's fine, because I've never run into something where I'm like, holy crap, that's bad. Mm -hmm. but like, you know, and when you're live streaming stuff happens, people yep. say things and you're like, and wow, then you just go, ban, <laughs> see ya. Bye bye. So I'm, I'm more comfortable being like, hey, that's not cool. Like, you shouldn't do that. Because in person, I would be like, just kind of suppressing it. Mm -hmm. I suppress a lot of things in person compared to on the internet. Yeah, if something weird happens in person, I get quiet and then I walk away. Yeah, exactly. Same. Yep. And I think it's just because on the internet, like, I'm stuck here. Like, I am stuck here and I am not going to let you make me feel uncomfortable or anyone else. So it's kind of like, I, I remembering other people are here and I think that's the motivation for me is other people. Yeah. Again, sorry, I don't care about myself, but like other people I do <laughs> want to have a good, I know it's as Fuck. bad as that, but it's, like, but it's like for me, I know what I can handle. Yeah. Other people, I don't know what they can handle. So again, it's like, I want to make sure they're okay and stuff like that. And I think, again, that's where the empathetic part comes into. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I It, uh, it makes me feel really bad that you're like, I don't like care about myself as much as like when, when there's other people, and that's not that you don't care about yourself. Yeah. Obviously you care about yourself, but you're like, when there's other people around and I need to be protective, there's more drive for me to make sure yeah. that everyone is good as opposed to when it's just me, it's like, uh, -huh. yeah. Cause like, I mean, it's, it's an example of like, you know, when you're out with your friend and someone's mean to you you're like whatever yep. but if they're mean to your friend you're like fuck you, you. exactly and it's always been like that like yep. to give a less serious example like i hate making phone calls i hate going um you know just doing stuff mm -hmm. like that i don't like being an adult but like if my friend is very uncomfortable doing the same thing I'm i'll take do it and i'm gonna do it for yeah you absolutely I mean? it's kind of like the same thing yep. in my head yeah i to um, relate to you. I hate talking to people at the store. 
Like mm -hmm. if I have to go ask a customer service representative or yeah, something exactly. at the store, mm -hmm. I will not. I will walk around the store if I'm trying to find something. <laughs> I will look every it. single place and then Squid will be like, just ask someone. And I'll be like, no, yeah, I can't. We'll I can't. Scary. I can't ask anyone. And then I will just leave if I can't find it. Even if it's probably there. I'll just be like, nope, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I can't talk to them. But then today we went to a hardware store and our boss was like, oh, do you want to just go ask that like representative? And I was like, you don't want to do this. I will. Like, and it was like a, yeah, I got you. Don't worry. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. it's all good. So I can, I can it's absolutely like relate to, up, to that. Can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of like how it is. Yeah, Cause I wasn't doing it for me. I was doing it yeah, for someone else. You know, I was, mm -hmm. I was being strong for someone else, but I, I don't want to be strong for me. <laughs> like, yes, it's fucking toxic. Yeah. We, we just, we just talked it to ourselves. That, that's our toxic trait. <clears throat> <laughs> that's um, literally. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad, I'm so glad that we're both uh, toxic in similar ways. That's great. Um, that's what we learned. Hashtag, uh, mm -hmm. we chin chibi are toxic. Oops. Oopsie. <laughs> Canceled. Um, <laughs> what about. In the content creation world, let's talk a little bit about burnout. So oh, that's my burnout favorite. is definitely a big thing when you are constantly producing stuff, whether it's art or videos or whatever you want to do, you know, or just constantly talking to people all the time. You can get that. And it's so hard to get back from it. Um, or even if it's not burnout, just feeling like you're stuck in some sort of slump. How do you, as someone who produces content, and I would say that you produce quite a bit of content, how do you work your way through that or dig yourself out of those slumps? Like, what are your ways? That's a great question. And I still don't know. So I do know and I don't know. Mm -hmm. So my personality in general, not even just content creating, is I go through waves. Sure. And I think it's it's part of my depression, like, you know, just waves. But when I'm at my high, I'm chugging. I'm putting out content like there ain't no tomorrow. Like, it's hot. Like, we, we're getting it done. Mm -hmm. But when we're at the low, it's really hard to even be like, I am a good streamer. Like, yep. I enjoy streaming. Like, it's so hard. And I just kind of wait for me to get at the high again, which I, it sounds bad, but just, I know how I am. And I'm just like, I just need to push through this bad time and I will be okay. But, and that is something I am still working on because, you know, consistency in the content creation field is so important, you mm -hmm. know, not even just putting content out there. It's being consistent with it, you know, having a stream schedule, um, being like, I am posting, you know, once a day on Instagram, twice a day on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Like it's hard because if you're not consistent, people won't take you seriously in a sense. Sometimes, yeah. you know, they, yeah. they expect you to be there. And if you're not, they're gonna be like, well, why am I wasting my time with this person? You sure. know? Um, it's kind of like, you know, if my favorite television isn't on at this time, I'm going to go watch something else. Because yep, the there's so TV. much out there to watch that you yeah. can enjoy just as much as you would like this thing. So why exactly. would you invest your time or effort or attention into someone who's asking you to do that when they exactly. don't seem to invest their time or effort or attention into the thing that they're asking you to invest in? Yeah. You know, and it's <laughs> like, and I get it. And I can't be mad at someone because it's like, you know, you might love me as a streamer, but you know, if I'm not doing my job as a streamer, like mm -hmm. I completely understand, you know, finding content somewhere else. Yeah. And that is something I'm still trying to work on and kind of persevere. And I think I've, I'm slowly getting better at it. Um, but when I do have, you know, my lows and stuff, um, it's just literally switching the mentality. Like 
you enjoy doing this, you need to push through and persevere. Just like always trying to motivate myself because it's a mental thing. It's getting out of bed, like putting on my makeup. I think once I physically look okay, like, you know, putting on my makeup, doing everything, I have more motivation to, okay, I'm going to post TikTok today. I'm going to post a video. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of prepping too for when I have my downs or like when I'm in a rut. So what I do is I backlog. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what I do. So on TikTok, if I need ideas and I'm in a rut, what I do is I scroll through my likes. Like I go hard because like, you know, when I'm at my highs, I just like stuff. I'm like, okay, I could make a video out of this and this and this. And it's just doing that and preparing and like just prepping myself um, for, you know, if I do have a low or if I'm trying to get out of rut, that's kind of like what has been working for me Mm. the most, but still trying to find, you know, the, the nice balance because i want to be more consistent what about outside of content creation like when you're in a rut what do you do i want to say the same thing it's almost like forcing myself it's like okay you need to wake up you need to get up just just get up first thing it's kind of like a step-by-step thing so it's like okay once i'm up what can i do now Mm -hmm. and i think having an organized list for myself really helps because i'm a very I'm a very scatterbrained person. I'm very, you know, chaotic in what I do. I think I I think I have ADHD. So it's like if I start one thing and then I'm like, oh, wait, I need to do this, too. I get lost in a sense. Mm -hmm. So having a set list for myself or like so I don't overload myself at the same time, I think really helps me. So, you know, if you're somebody who has a lot on their plate, making lists really do help and kind of motivates you too, because you're like, okay, I did this today, this today, this day. Okay, I'm feeling kind of accomplished. Yeah, and like, then you see the progress as you like it, yeah, check stuff exactly. off the list. And I'm a And I'm a visual person. So seeing that kind of like, okay, we did good today. What can we do tomorrow? Mm-hmm. We have all this still, you know, making little progress, I think really helps. And so that's what I've been trying to do. And it really helps me stay organized too, because I hate forgetting things. So I'm like, oh, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, Let me do that today. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, what is what is something that you think that people often assume about you that is not true? I I this one's not a big one. I was about to say, chat, if you have any assumptions, let me know. But I am a very like introverted person. Mm. A lot of people think I'm super extroverted. I remember like even new people who come to my chat and I tell them that <laughs> I'm older than I'm I'm five. Thank you. Um people think like, oh, taller. I was like, I don't <laughs> over I, over five foot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Jokes on you, Chibi's over six foot. Yeah, I'm six foot energy dog. <laughs> um, but then I'm a very like extroverted person, just like the way I, you know really display myself and you see it at work like when people come in like very well put together mm-hmm. i think for the most part mm-hmm. um but i am always very uncomfortable in social interactions like very uncomfortable interesting like especially with people i don't know like i get very bad anxiety like you can feel my hands and they're clammy yeah i know i constantly have the sweaty hands yep mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's something people assume they're like you're not you're not introverted and i'm like oh Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. But we we put like, on the mask to yeah. save ourselves, right? Exactly. Yep. And I've just worked, and like you too, like we've worked in customer service for so long. You know how to have small talk conversations. You yep. know how to put on this performance, yeah. uh, you know, in a way um, to make yourself seem a certain way to people. Mm. But 
Yeah. I'm very but it, uncomfortable it, in a lot of interactions. The beautiful part of doing something like that, putting on that performance for yourself, is that you know deep down that that's not you. You know, you yeah. know that you're putting on that kind of facade that looks like you, that is like this over-exaggerated version of yourself. It's a little bit like streaming, you know, where you're I'm, I'm over exaggerating aspects of myself at this point, you know, and this is not this is not me when I'm quiet and playing video games alone. That's yeah. that's like this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, like, so you don't people don't see that part of me. They don't see those small private things. They see big, exuberant, mm-hmm. basic, you know, they see big, exuberant chibi but that helps to protect us in some ways right from what we think people will think about us you know Mm -hmm. we're like i'm gonna put like my best self out there so that i can like make sure that i have control over the situation or at least like as much control as i possibly can and Mm -hmm. do you think that that is so you would agree that we'd both do that. <laughs> We've yeah, talked about this. We've talked that. about this. Yeah. Um, so, but do you think that that is a, a good thing that we do or do you think that it's not? I think it's a, it's a double-edged sword. Like a lot of things. Like, I don't think it's necessarily bad of us because you know, I mean, at the same time, even though we're putting on an act, it's still us, you know, yep. like, I, even though I might be uncomfortable in this conversation, I still, you know, enjoy having this conversation. It's not completely a lie. Oh, let's see, you she's know, uncomfortable with me. Me. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, like, <laughs> 10-4 on me, on me. She's uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> it's just, but at the same time, it's like, you know, we shouldn't have to put ourselves in these uncomfortable situations. Or like, you know, we shouldn't be scared to put ourselves out there. Yeah. Um, and have like this mask to protect us. And I think that, you know, coming from earlier, like I was saying, it's a rejection kind of thing. Like I'm scared for people to think I'm boring Yeah. because like, I love to just listen. Like I'm a a very like observant person. I mean, I will just sit here and just listen. Like I'm not a talker. Like I just talk because like I've learned how to have conversation. We develop talking as a defense mm -hmm. mechanism. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's bad of us. But I think we shouldn't always default to it. I think we should still be comfortable, you know, being quiet, being observant. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't always have to, you know, exaggerate ourselves for to think people will like us, you know? Yeah. I was <laughs> I was thinking about myself a little bit. I'm just sitting here thinking about me. Oopsie. Um, <laughs> well, that's okay. But also just like this in general. Oh, Pixie says, introverted people are always yeah. told to put themselves out there and be more loud. But extroverts aren't really told to be quiet themselves. That's, yeah, that's a good point. Or mm-hmm. told to quiet themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Although I, it is, so my, my brain goes to a couple different places. Like, yes, you're right. But then I also wonder, like, I mean, I, you see kids all the time. We teach them to talk and then we tell them to shut up. Yeah. You know, we teach them to walk and then we tell them to sit down. Are extroverts just kind of like that? Like, we taught them to talk and then they started talking and then we were like, hey, shut up. And they were like, no. No. Like, <laughs> you know, like they were just the kid who said no. like and maybe that's obviously way oversimplified i know i'm not an expert or anything in behavioral like therapy or anything like that but just an idea um but the thing i was thinking about about my own experience is that like yes i use talking as a defense mechanism but i also in my own like very personal relationships tend to use silence as a defense mechanism yeah you know Mm -hmm. i will be very very quiet even if someone asks me a question I'll use minimal language Mm -hmm. and I won't say much more than that. And then I'll just wait because if I wait, they'll start talking and then I won't have to deal with it. 
Yeah. I was going to say it also comes from, I think, learned behavior. Because mm -hmm. like for me, like growing up, I was always, I don't want to say I was always alone, but like, you know, I was an only child. So it's like, I didn't have someone to always kind of talk to, you know what I mean? Like my parents were always working. So I think I learned just to kind of like be observant and listen because that's what I always did. And then like when I did talk or, you know, share, people weren't always interested in it. So I just kind of learned to take a step back and listen to what people were yeah. interested in and just kind of go from that. So I, I can agree with you where it's kind of like it's things that like happen to you that kind of influence you to do certain things, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Because I could also say I'm very defensive, like when I am in a bad mood, or I just don't want to have this conversation, I shut down. Yeah. I shut down, which yeah, is a very like, toxic trait of me. Yep. Just, just, just kind of just it gets overwhelming. So when things get overwhelming, I ignore it. I just yeah. No, tornado says nature versus nurture, and I totally agree. And it's it's interesting because it is it's both. You know, it is nature and it is oh, nurture. Yeah, you know, like how much of this are we born with that we just naturally yeah like that we just kind of do as we go mm -hmm. and how much of this is like like you're saying a learned behavior of like how much of this did I get from my parents that mm -hmm. they kind of taught me and I just saw them interact this way and I was like oh yeah that's how we're supposed to do that cool yeah I'm gonna do that now you know so. very true very true because I mean it's like I like you I mean you hear me say it all the time there's always a medium for something mm -hmm. so I I think it could be both for sure yeah. because I mean some people are just born a certain way like you could say same thing with genetics like if your family like like i don't know because like my whole family they're all introverts except like my mom like but like i don't know like all my dad's family acts the same way and is it just because of how they grew up or is it just you know something genetically that just mm -hmm. makes us like not want to talk well, something that you said reminded me of this poem that i read in college it's a stephen crane poem God, now I don't know if I can find it. It was a very, very short poem that he wrote because we read like a collected series of poems by Stephen Crane mm -hmm. uh, in my like Poetry 101 course. Mm -hmm. And the idea is essentially that this man climbs to the top of a mountain and he looks out over like everything and sees that the world is not black nor white, but like thousands of different shades of gray. And mm -hmm. the imagery that Crane uses in that is just to say that, like, there's, like, millions of different ways to, like, view the world, mm -hmm. you know? And, like, this mm -hmm. area over here is this shade. This area over here is this shade. There's always something in between. So we always, you know, we use these dichotomies all the time of, like, well, it's this or it's this, you know? But mm -hmm. it's not. It's not this yeah. or this. It's, it's not just uh, this, point. like heterogeneous <laughs> mixture of all of those things kind of just congealing into one experience right mm -hmm. uh pixie says pedagogy nerd sam is emerging yes yes pedagogy nerd sam there are two main thoughts when it comes to childhood development one is that kids are born with all of the information and abilities that they will need for their life and the other is that kids are born a blank slate that affords all the kids yet the same base opportunities to learn yes i've heard this um and i that that is yeah it's a nature versus nurture idea but like expanded upon right where like either you have everything or you have nothing and then you're given everything but i i think that i mean like i said i'm not a childhood psychologist or like a developmental specialist or anything but 
in my own experience, having been a kid and then growing into an adult, I think it's like a little bit of everything. And some of that is probably just, or a lot of that is probably just post hoc rationalization where I'm like, well, I think I got that from there, you know, or I'm yeah. pretty sure that's where I got that, you know, cause I see these patterns in other people and then I recognize it in myself and I'm like, that's probably where I learned that thing, but it could <laughs> just be this random thing, you know, that just developed in me because that's what I had, you know, yep. that's the chemicals. Um, that's, the that's, the that's the way the chemicals the shake chemicals. down, you know, I don't know. Um, but it, no, it is, it's fascinating. And I, either way, I wouldn't blame someone for doing something, you know, like one or the other way or like feeling one or the other way about it. Um, what is something you think? Oh, no, 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 no. What is one of your fa most favorite memories from when you were a child? Now that we're talking about being a kid. It's a bad if I don't have any. Um, <laughs> it's not even just that. It's because. I I know those say oof. It's not like my childhood was bad. It was just not eventful. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. There was nothing that was like very eventful. Like my my life, I think for the most part has been very tame. Um, I would say like wholesome wise, like maybe when I was growing up again because I didn't have siblings. Um, my cousins had moved down from Maryland and they moved right next door to my grandpa. So. I really enjoyed like spending time with them mm -hmm. and interacting with them because again, I never hung out with kids around my age. So that was kind of like the first time I ever really like had friends that like I would frequently go play with. Mm -hmm. So like that was always like a nice childhood memory for me. Not to say like my childhood was bad. Like it just wasn't like super eventful. So I would say just like those series of memories with them were always something that was really nice. Why do you feel like those have stuck with you for so long? Because I think it's the first time I ever really like, you know, interacted other than like school, of course, um, with kids my age. And we just genuinely had fun. It wasn't just like, oh, we're in the classroom. Like, oh, let's talk. Or like, oh, like, because I played baseball too. Oh, like we're playing baseball today. Like it was like we genuinely like found stuff to do. So it wasn't just like we watched TV. We would go run around the streets and like make up all these different stories that we did. And mm -hmm. like we would build forts. And it was just a very innocent childhood stuff. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. So I think that I think that's what why it kind of stuck with me. And like we are and I don't know if a lot of people know this as well. Like I was very poor growing up. Like I lived on a, a dirt road and in a trailer park area. So we didn't have a lot either. So, you know, just doing these things, even minimal things that really brought us joy and happiness were always something that stuck with yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up in the middle of like nowhere Idaho on the edge of a canyon, you know. So like mm -hmm. I can I can definitely relate where it's that that weird sense of isolation. Mm -hmm. And then when you have friends that are kids that are near you, it's so refreshing because you're like, Oh, like we can, we can interact in a way that I can't do with other adults. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's special and it's, mm -hmm. yeah, it's pure. No, no, I agree with you. Who's a ho, sir? <laughs> Idaho. Idaho. I am Daho. He is <laughs> But I also think that's why, like, I'm not a big family person mm. or like not even that or like I think it's very interesting when I see people that are very close with their families right. um, because I wouldn't say I'm like super close. But, you know, I have friends who like text their parents every day mm. and I'm like, 
wow, you call your parents every day? Like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's so normal. It's just because, like, I just didn't have, like, a, a super strong, I mean, so don't, you know, sense of family. So I always think that's interesting, too. Sure. Again, you know, Tornado's point, like, seeing someone that's not raised in a big family, you know, environment. It's always interesting to see people who are. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you have dinners with your family? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you sit down and eat and, and not just watch TV. Right. Yeah. So it's very interesting. Yeah, everyone's, like, people's family dynamics absolutely baffle me, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't need to go into that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Swallowed my spit. Yo, yo, <laughs> you want to talk about it? I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> one, uh, I didn't have a lot of connection with my extended family, and I feel like the experience is maybe more of a family person. Yeah. Yeah. You See, would think it would work like it, that. I'm just weird. Yeah, it's like, what? I mean, why? why did you chibi not having an extended family like access to you make you like not a family person as opposed to in the other way like there's no specific rhyme or reason it just did like it just happened do you know what i mean like i feel like yeah no i i completely understand what you mean and i feel like maybe it's just because i was so jaded Mm. maybe it's just because i'm so jaded from like the family i missed out on that like you're like i don't even need it it's fine kind of or like this is gonna sound again really bad me i'm so sorry i almost feel like i don't deserve it not to get too emotional here but like like i just don't feel like it's ever realistic what do you mean even though i've been shown what a nice family is just because i i don't know it's just 30 bucks 30 bucks no it's 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 true i just don't know it (laughs) i just see you the perfection to hear you say that you don't feel like you deserve something like that is interesting to me because my brain translates like family to community you know and so then i go back to like how how I can relate to you, which is where I see our similarities of like, hey, we're independent people. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can I can do this thing on my own. I'm very strong. I can like I don't need your help with this. I can just do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I also am not a big family person. So I kind of see that. Mm-hmm. But I I love community. I, and I you also like love community i would say like just from the outside looking in it and, seems no, like you I do with you and i think i'm thinking of more like outside <clears throat> like this i'm thinking like in my day-to-day life you know what i mean because mm. like i definitely like love this type of community like content creation community mm-hmm. but when it comes to like like either reconnecting with my family or like you know colby's family like sometimes i feel like it's almost too good to be true type of thing. I'm just waiting for something to go wrong because I'm used to things going wrong in my family, like dichotomy, like all the time. It's just weird to see a normal functioning family to me, I mean, like IRL. To be fair, no family is normally functioning. You know, they okay, all like, they like say- put that facade on of like normalcy. Like even my family like had that facade, but like under the yeah. surface, there's all this shit that's bubbling because you're I putting together it. like people that didn't choose to be together it's like Mm -hmm. it's like you made a family out of a bunch of high schoolers like you forced them into a classroom and then you're like oh guess what you're all related now (laughs) you know like that's kind of what it is no you're so right and then and then they're all like "Uh, uh, uh, who who are you 
Well, I, I feel weird now. <laughs> we have to share a bathroom? That's weird. Like, like that's, that's what it is, you know? And, like, you don't have that kind of dynamic with, like, anyone else in the world. Yeah. You know? True. I think for me it's because my family is just so extreme, like, on the spectrum of, like, because obviously, you know, like, not everyone is normal. You know, all families have their own things. Sure. I just feel like mine is so extreme that everybody else's seems normal, if mm. that makes sense maybe it's like i don't even think i've told you like everything no i don't think you have even, i'm like, sure you haven't yeah. i don't want to discredit like what you're saying but i also no, 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 and you're fine i didn't take it like that but I, I see what you're saying and i think it's because like i'm so used to like people around me having quote unquote like what normal. seems to be normal yeah. yeah 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 and definitely they have stuff going on it's just i guess like i'm so used to my family putting all the dirt out there and just like full throttle mm -hmm. chaotic mm -hmm. things like even just mm -hmm. seeing people do like things like again eat at the dinner table wow you guys didn't argue at all like within five minutes Bro. like i don't know things small things like that like add up to me yeah it's just it's i don't know like my family just really jaded me growing up and even now so i think i'm just a little, a little yeah and, and to be clear like i'm not saying that you should like you know want a to have like a family or anything like that I, i'm just it, it's you're interesting good. i'm just I trying to make like observations based on those yeah things. no 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 you're good and like definitely <laughs> i think i can achieve it it's just it's almost fear almost fear yeah and maybe or maybe you just you know don't want to have that kind of a relationship with people mm -hmm. which i think is also a perfectly valid thing like mm -hmm. we don't have to as human beings we don't have to have all of the different kinds of relationships that are available at any given time you know because mm -hmm. there's so many different kinds of ways to interact with people and like develop relationships with people i don't have to have all of those things ever yeah like you know i'm not i'm not deserving of those but i also don't need them if i don't want to have them so uh we can move right along um, ba -ba 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 -ba. what is your life motto my tattoo this too shall pass nice. um just kind of like everything comes and goes and you have to take the good with the bad like without you know any good there would be no bad and vice versa <laughs> she said please i'm gonna cry and just like i i think in general it's just the idea of perseverance because it's like i told you this is one of my favorite quotes like you have um it goes something like it's like you have survived every single one of, of your, your worst, worst days. days yep yeah and I really like your favorite quote too. Um, but it just reminds yeah, my me. My favorite that, quote like, is long, <laughs> but it's good. I know, but I love your quote. It's so good. It gave me chills when you said it. Um, and I want you to say it up. I will. I will. Backflip. LOL. real quick. Um, For those of you listening at home, I did it. Yeah, he did it. You, you can't see it, but I, I attest that he, in fact, did a fucking. Upon penalty of perjury, I did a backflip. <laughs> Sue me, you won't. <laughs> Actually, please don't. <laughs> please don't say it. Please don't do. But yeah. Favorite just, quote, yeah. do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> can can attest tornado does love that. No balls. No balls. Oh man. Sorry, yeah, you were saying. Like that. No, you're good. Just some sappy shit like that. Literally just just take the good and the bad and you keep going. I think it's I think keep it's going. good to have okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on a fucking tangent for a second. Yes, Not even on. a tangent. I'm actually just gonna I'm gonna go in because because you said some sappy shit like that. Like you quoted quote you said some sappy shit like that. 
I think it is important for us to love sappy shit, right? Like we have all of these what you would what some might call like banal platitudes, like right? Like they have this like love is all you need, right? Like a banal platitude. We say it all the time. It almost means nothing because we hear it all the time. But like that phrase is important. It is a platitude and it is kind of inane and silly. But the reason why is because we've said it so much. And if we take a second and really listen to what that thing means and what that is actually saying, like love is everything. Love is what's most important. Obviously, love isn't oxygen. Love isn't water. Like, you know, we're not going to get sit here and get pedantic about it. But if we sit and think about the meaning of what those things say, I think that that's why we need to love them. That's why it's good that we love that sappy shit. You know, so like, like, yeah, you're you're saying like I, I've survived, you know, 100 percent of my worst days. Like maybe it's sappy shit, but like that's important sappy shit. It's good to hold on to that sappy shit because it has meaning, even if it seems goofy, even if it seems kind of silly, even if like people brush it off. They're like, oh, yeah, obviously, yeah, it's like, yeah, but but I have mm-hmm. and I will continue to like yeah. every time I and look I, back. Yeah. And I was going to say, and that's what's most important, especially about like that. It's like looking back and being like, I did it. I can continue to do it. It's kind of like taking things for granted. No, it is. Yeah, you're right, Pixie. It's like we take these things for granted. And as soon as we start to recognize that we've done that and then sort of slow down and stop, I think we start to see the value in those things that we've taken for granted, you know, mm-hmm. because they are important. And we we took them for granted for a reason, because they were meaningful, right? I respect it 100%. I wish I could be more affectionate. You can. You can. You already are. Just the fact that you say that you want to be more affectionate is yeah, a step in the right first, direction. Yeah. Nice job. Recovery. Um, here is my favorite quote. <clears throat> As Nightbot spams chat. <laughs> my favorite quote is by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Uh, and it goes, Nothing we despise in the other man is entirely absent from ourselves. We need to learn to regard people less in the light of what they do or don't do and more in the light of what they suffer. Mm-hmm. And that's coming from a man who tried to kill Adolf Hitler. Which makes it even more And powerful. then was hung to death naked at a concentration camp. Like, mm-hmm. it's fascinating. And just to, to know that he said that, it, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's such a delicious, mm-hmm. juicy mm-hmm. quote. And I think about it, all the fucking time because Mm -hmm. nothing we despise in the other person is entirely absent from ourselves. Nothing that I hate in someone else is something that I don't have. Yeah. You know? And then like learning then the next step of it, that we need to regard people less in the light of what they have or haven't done and more in the light of the things that they've pushed themselves through. Those, those worst days that they've lived through, those are the things that we need to learn to regard people in the light of. Yeah. And be like, look at what you've overcome. Mm-hmm. That's what I value you. That's what I can start to value you for. I love that a lot. Yeah. And I think that's also like where like my empathetic nature comes from because I also can kind of like relate to that. It's like you never want to judge someone based on, again, like 
you know, lack for a better word, like bad qualities, because again, you know, we all have our own issues. We all have our own bad qualities, but it's like, what has that person gone through? What have they persevered through? Is like, you know, something sometimes we'll never know. So it's like that always sits in the back of my head mm-hmm. that like that person in front of you is also a person mm-hmm. and has, has suffered equally as bad things as you have mm-hmm. like or worse. Or yeah, maybe or not yeah, as equally. You, you have no or, idea. Yeah, like no the idea. point is that you don't know what the hurt that they've experienced or the joy or any of that. Like you, you have, you're looking at them and all you see is this tiny snapshot of what they're presenting to you right now. Yeah. And like we talked about earlier, this presentation could be absolutely false. It mm-hmm. could be this facade that they put on in front of everyone else. And then as soon as they're alone, they're quiet to themselves they're reserved, you know, just like we are. Mm-hmm. Like, but we don't see that because that's not what they're presenting in the moment. Uh, Pixie said, maybe we hate it in them because we know we see it in ourselves. Maybe, maybe. There are definitely things that, like, post hoc, I've seen. Like, I'm like, oh man, I hate it when so and so does that. And then Squid will be like, you do that. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, sure, I hate that. You know? And so, but it it, it teaches me to, like, A, to not hate people unnecessarily, <laughs> you know? like, And to give people grace because, like, maybe I'm, I'm shitty like that too. And then it also lets me in the moment be like, okay, I don't like this thing about someone. Maybe that's not even maybe. That's on me. Like, that's my feeling. That's not anything that they're doing. That's, like, my perception of what they're doing. So everyone is in their own ocean. It's the way I see it. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Absolutely. I mean, truly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Good shit, Chibi. We're getting close. We're getting close. I, I know you're, you're, you're squeezing your little, um, what is that? Um, your little squishmallow? <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's butt. it's thick thick. okay i'm sorry uh what is something that you wish that more people understood these are some hard questions yes what is something i wish more people understood how to be a nice fucking person no i just i think you know just kind of relating to everything we've been talking about just how to be like an open-minded and compassionate there's so much hate mm. and so much sadness in the world and i think it would not kill a lot of people to be kinder to be a little bit more nice mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter you know i could be having a shit day but if i'm kind to someone and if that is able to make their day even a little bit better that i just think stuff like that makes the world go around no you're because right i think right. we manifest our environment i truly think that if you have a positive disposition if you have a nice aura i think that affects other people like i really do think like just you can make a difference so i wish people would see that a little bit more mm, yeah what do you now we're going to go the other way mm-hmm. what's something you wish that you understood more <laughs> And I think this also is kind of similar, how to be kind to myself. Mm. And, you know, again, that's yeah. something we You wish other people with. knew how to be kind to each other. And you yeah. wish that you knew how to be kinder to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. I think those might be my answers, possibly. Yeah. yeah. 
you're very similar that's what i'm saying it's yeah. just because we're so and again i love the cheesy shit like we are our own worst enemies we are, we are our worst critics yep. because we see ourselves more than anybody will ever see well and we, we see our thoughts and all this the darkest secrets that we have yeah. and the darkest feelings that we have and we really put them on black yes yes and we see all of the like quote unquote potential that we think that we have and we see the quote unquote wasting of that potential even though none of that shit ever actually existed right because we're like oh well I could have done this I should have done this but I didn't do it why didn't I do that you know but it's like no that's not how that works like what you did was this and look at the results of it it's so good Mm -hmm. yeah we're just but what we see yeah but what we see is like how we think it should have been you know? Yeah. And we're just very, we compare ourselves to other people. And, and again, there's so many different circumstances to that. Like, you know, not everyone is the same and people have different talents mm-hmm. and it's just, I can recognize that, but can I understand that? No, <laughs> my brain yeah. does not let me. I, know? I would, so it's like, I would even go so far as to say, like, I can recognize and understand that, but can I put it into practice? True. No, very true. you know, no, like I, I know that. And like my brain knows that, but then it is like, I'm actually just going to be shitty instead to you though. Like, yeah. yeah, you're, you're like, everyone else is okay, but you're a piece of shit though. Like that, that's, yeah, it's that's like what's if true. I <laughs> could, could change my perspective and like, just even switch it like 20%. Like, you know, if I could care about myself as much as I care about other people, it'd be my, it'd you would be, be so nice, nice to yourself. I would literally be a whole different person. Yeah, you, know? you would. You would. And imagine, imagine that positive feedback loop that would occur. You're nice to yourself. You feel better about yourself. Then um, like mm-hmm. when you feel good about yourself, you're so much nicer to other people. Like, and you, you're already so incredibly kind to people. Like imagine the kindness that you can like help to give to other people. If you were just nicer to yeah. yourself, you're like, I feel better. Cause I love me. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, like now I can love you even more and care about you even more because I love who I am and I feel fulfilled with who I am you know but we break ourselves down instead yeah it's like how the fuck do we build ourselves up Mm -hmm. and I think it's small steps I really do think it's small steps (laughs) (laughs) stop calling around please you bro this is your fy no it's thing, true you know? dude yeah, yeah it's a lot true. of people are like that and i think you know if more people talk about it i think we can express it more and i think that's what i was talking about earlier too it's like manifesting i really think if you sit there i mean it's proven if you sit there and say something a hundred times your brain starts to believe it mm-hmm. so i think if you sit there and say i am worthy i am like all this stuff mm-hmm. you eventually will believe it yeah. so i think it's taking those small steps doing small things yeah absolutely really Cause I mean, there are days where I'm like, wow, I love me, but then it's not consistent. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, there are days when I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, damn, my hair looks really good. And then there are days when I'm like, oh, I look fucking awful today, but I'm going outside anyway. <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, hair's a mess. Knees weak, arm spaghetti. Let's run. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Control alt delete. Let's go. <laughs> Control F4, yeah, let's go. Yeah, control <laughs> yeah. Oh I my gosh. But yeah. Cool. Uh, are you ready for some quick fire questions? <gasps> to oh, end yes. the round? Oh, the end yeah. to the end of the interview with some are funky weird excited? things. Here we go. Okay, have you ever seen a ghost? I think so. You think so? Okay, well now you gotta tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> kind of told the stories that's like I don't think I've really seen one but I've definitely had weird experiences mm. so growing up at my house 
Um, I think it was built on a uh, Indian burial ground or Native. Amer- I'm sorry. Let me correct myself. A Native American burial ground. So a lot of weird shit happened at my house. Um, I was like six, seven when I moved in, and there it's a three bedroom house. Um, and there was one bedroom that was really close to the bathroom. And this is a plot of all Sure. And my parents were like, oh, you know, this is going to be your room. I could not explain to them why I did not like that room. Mm. I am a very intuitive person. Um, and I was like, I don't like it. There's something about it. I do not like this room. Mm-hmm. And they were like, are you sure you don't want this one? I was like, no, I want the other one. And they were like, well, that's even further from the bathroom. And I'm like, nope, I don't care. To this day, I don't like that room. I run by that room. I just, I don't like going in it. It just gives me bad heebie-jeebies, like all this good stuff. Mm. Um, But there have been just weird things. So the most prominent thing was when I was in high school, me and my best friend, Jamie, um, I drove her to my house because we were picking something up. I can't remember. And she lives like a minute from my house. So I was like, okay, we're going to stop at my house. Then we're going to hang out at yours, whatever. I texted my dad and I was like, hey, are you home? I need to grab this thing. Um, Shut up, Ethan. (laughs) Um, and my dad was like, no, I'm at the store, but like, you know, you have the house key, you just go in and grab it. I was like, okay, cool. Just wanted to let you know. So we get there. I don't see my dad's truck or anything. And I'm like, all right, Jamie, like, let's get it. Um, and again, the bathroom is like right next to that weird room. It's in like a hallway. You go through the hallway and then my, my, um, kitchen is right there, like right around the corner. So Jamie goes to the bathroom. I run by the room and I'm like, this what I need is in the kitchen. And my dad has this weird cough. Like he clears his throat because of his allergies. So he goes like, <laughs> but it's like, a certain <clears throat> pattern that he does. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It's a certain pattern. It's not just like, <clears throat> but it's weird. It's just, I know it's my dad. Mm-hmm. And I'm not shitting you. To this day, I swear on my life, on everything, I heard this sound. I heard him clear his throat. And I was rounding the corner because I wasn't quite there yet. And I'm having this full conversation like, Dad, I thought you weren't home. Like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, just talking. And I round the corner and nobody's there. And I just sit there. And I'm like, Dad? Like, Dad, where are you at? Like, this isn't funny. I know you're here. And, dude, and I hear Jamie come out of the bathroom, too. And she was like, oh, like, I thought your dad said he wasn't home. What is he doing here? Bro. And, and I think that's what scared me the most was mm. the fact that she also heard it. Because I know you're not a big believer in this stuff. We've talked about our theories. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it, you know, maybe it was like the alternate, you know, dimension thing where like it was my dad, but yeah. it, it wasn't, you know. Yeah. So it still bothers me to this <laughs> Well, this is how I die, says Tornado. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So me, me and Weech have talked about this at work because there's also like this cool saying where like, there could be pockets. I don't know how to describe it. You might. Yeah. So, it. so it's not even, I don't, yeah. so it's not that I believe this, but I like this, uh, yeah, this hypothesis theory. or yes, yeah. yeah, I guess it's not theory because you can't test it. Hypothesis better. Yeah. Um, then, Oh, like people die and then they just stay. It's the idea that there are parallel dimensions and that they're so close to ours or, you know, right on top of ours or whatever, just running and in tandem. And that sometimes there's just overlap, mm-hmm. you know? So like, and don't even, don't you in chat even ask me if I've seen everything everywhere all at once. Everyone asked me when I talk about this and no, I haven't still, seen it. And I know I need I to see it. I know I'll fucking love it, it. But apparently this is what it's about. Yes, we should watch it. But like, 
It's that idea like when you when you've lost your wallet, you're fucking looking for it everywhere and you're like, I know I put it right here. I put it right here like 10 minutes ago and then you go and you look in another room, you're searching over everything, you're turning up the pillows, you go back in that room and it's sitting right there where you put it, mm-hmm. where you knew that you put it. And so it's like it just, you know, fell into another pocket dimension and then it slipped back up again after a second, you know, because time passed and it was like, oh, that pocket dimension doesn't exist anymore. Boop, back up again. But I love that kind of shit. Yeah. So that's kind of what it reminded me of. And, you know, I could I could see it, you know, somewhere my dad actually did call off and it just happened to be something with time. echoed through parallel dimensions and then Chibi heard it. And it just, it still bothered me. And like I told you about, so, you know, something else happened at my apartment and, you know, this could be, you know, faulty wiring, whatever, say what you need. I don't know. It was Mm -hmm. fucking weird, dude. Um, so my living room light, the only way to turn it on and off is by like pulling on it. Um, the light switch doesn't work. So I keep it off at all times. So I just pull it on. I went to go to bed one night and like me and Colby are just in bed. We're talking like lights are off. We know we turned off the living room light and the doors closed. All of a sudden the fucking living room light just turned on, like just turned on. And we just look at each other like in the darkness, like, you know how you sometimes can kind of see who's there. and I'm like pointing at the door, like you need to go fucking look. Yeah. So he he like you know is crouching underneath the door trying to look because I'm like, is somebody in our house? Like what's going on? Like that light just like it's never done that in the year we lived here, it never did that. And so you know we go out in the living room, nobody's there. You know we're checking closets, checking everything, nobody's there. And the door wasn't locked, which kind of scared me because I was like, fuck, someone like came in, trying turned to on the light and then ran turned on the fucking light, you know, took nothing. But like, it's just weird little shit like yeah. that, that I'm just like, I don't think it's just faulty. Wire sure. Because like, so I, I as a skeptic, <laughs> I, I, maybe I shouldn't label myself a skeptic, but as someone who wants to be skeptical, I, I, it's not that I think, oh, it was definitely just faulty wiring. What I think is I have no idea what it was, but I'm not going <laughs> to jump to the conclusion of yeah, ghost. ghost. You know, I'm going to be like, I don't know what that was. And that's weird. Yeah. And let's, and I want to find out, you know, yeah. because if there are ghosts, let's just keep it at that. you know, yeah. like if there are ghosts, like I want to know and I want to, and then I want to talk to them, you know, and then I want to raise a demon. And yeah, like <laughs> I want, I want to create a scientific process Please, about making a video. I need that to be the intro. <laughs> I need that to be the intro because you don't understand how funny that was. To me. <laughs> nice, nice. That is so funny. <laughs> I have too overactive an imagination to try to force myself to be a skeptic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm forcing myself to be a skeptic. Oh my god! And I want to summon a demon. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, if we could prove that ghosts are real, I'd be like, hey, 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 yeah, bring the demons in, show me, so I can talk to them and like ask them questions, and then bring the angels in and let's watch them fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bring a Zazel up in here. <laughs> What's up, Zazel? I know you were cool like that. <laughs> I know you're chill like that. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> hey demons, it's me, your boy basic. <laughs> yeah. I got some questions. <laughs> you wanna be on my space cast? Oh my gosh. Uh or my interdimensional podcast. Yeah, Amazing. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh what's the first music album that you ever bought? Personally? Mm-hmm. 
Miley Cyrus is like the Hannah Montana album. Hell yeah. How old were you? I remembered that shit. Like I knew every single song on those. How old were you? <sighs> I want to say like middle school. So maybe like sixth grade. Awesome. Whatever. I think so. Yeah. Awesome. Do you believe in aliens? Yes. Yeah. Do you think, 100%. do you believe in like intelligent life or do you think the aliens are just like little gobs of goop? Living I can in- see both. I think it's unrealistic for us to think that we are the only intelligent life out there in these billions of galaxies, you know? Mm. So I think the, uh, it's endless. Like it could be, it's probably both and we'll just never know. What is the, the last time that you laughed so hard that you cried? Literally the other day on stream when someone shot them to pop tart. (laughs) What? How? That man ate a Pop-Tart within fucking two seconds. Like, like I'm talking full throttle Pop-Tart. Yeah, Pixie clipped it in the mouth. I'm team. They're probably smarter than us. Yeah, bro. Oh, my God, dude. It was so funny. I, like, laughed I want to see. I want to see if you got the clip. That sounds awesome. Oh, my God. It was so funny. I think it was the second clip that was it for me. Because he did it twice. Because, you know, there's two packs and a Mm Pop-Tart. Yeah, the the second Pop-Tart really, really, uh... Okay, Sam is getting it. It really got me. It it put me in tears. It really did. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. I think literally you see me like sobbing in the clip. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> Two tarts in a pack, bro. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay, 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 okay. I got to see this. I got to see this. It is so good, y'all. Now we're going to watch a clip off of Chibi Stream. Yes, please. For the love of all that is good in this world. What? <laughs> Yo, that joint dry as fuck too. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I see somebody choke on stream. <laughs> Just get him some milk. Get him some milk. Hey yo. It's done. Milk. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was the first one. He just, like, folded it in. But is the second one on there, too, Sam? I'm trying to see. Because it's the second one. The second one is the funniest one. Fuck, I don't think the second one's on there. Oh, he goes to eat. Oh, my gosh. This is amazing. Okay. I will say, I'll have to clip it a little bit longer because the second Pop-Tart is even funnier. No, it's okay. I just have to find it in the stream. But my God, I have never Beautiful. do a highlight. How do I do a highlight? Yeah, I'll figure yeah. that out. But yeah, it was it was really good. Never ask that man what that mouth do. True. In the comments afterwards. <laughs> Honestly, <I'm> <laughs> you're like. I was about to say, is your stream rated M for mature? Yeah, you can. I mean, I've been saying the fuck word. So literally someone was like, bro, do you eat pussy like that? <laughs> <laughs> he goes Krop. it was literally oh my from, god it was from a video though he was memeing but the <laughs> fact that how perfect it was <laughs> i just oh wow well. so i also have a highlight of you whisper yelling at me please <laughs> beautiful yeah, it literally says damn boy can you eat pussy <laughs> beautiful that's so fucking funny oh, holy my shit God. it was definitely one of the funniest moments I've i'm had fucking dead you. i love that i love that amazing that's a great story that is a great story uh okay to end it all when's the last time you shit your pants <laughs>
Do I have to be honest? Yeah. <laughs> Are you know, I mean, you, you can lie. It was literally like a week ago. Shut the fuck up! Yes! Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> yes! I just disconnected my headphones! Oh my god! Yes! Oh my god! This isn't my shoe, so it's fine. You got so many viewers on it. No one from my stream is watching you. The way you said it was literally like a week ago. All right, now you gotta tell the story. Finish it off with a good poop. Let's go. Oh my god! Oh my god! Go for it. Sometimes you have to fart. Yeah, like, never like, trust okay. those ones. <laughs> You're like, okay, this is for sure gonna be a fart. Mm -hmm. Like 100, percent this is a mm -hmm. fart. You test well, it beforehand. You kind of go. I tried to test it, and it just—it was no. Oh, and it betrayed you. <laughs> it was not. It, um, <laughs> it was. It was bad. <laughs> Dude. I what I ate the day before that day, but like, let me just say, I had to throw out that underwear. Oh, woof. <laughs> I took it. <laughs> I like how you literally died. Oh, that's so funny. That's so good, dude. Sam Pro. That's so good, dude. Tell me, it was racist. Am I not the only one that does this? <laughs> the last time I... I'll tell you so you feel a little bit better. The last time I pooped my pants was 2017. <laughs> that does not make me feel better. Yeah, it was 2017. Okay, but it's going to be better because it was in a Starbucks. <laughs> it was in a Starbucks. It was the one that I worked at. No! Yeah, and I wasn't working. I was there just chilling, writing... And it was the same thing. I was like, oh, I have, to, I have a little toot. And I like <laughs> leaned over and then just shit my pants. <laughs> so, yeah, super good stuff. Super good. That was such a great you can't, You can't trust farts. That's the moral of the story, okay? Dude, that should be the title of the video. Never, trust never me. trust a fart. <laughs> title, me. title of the video. I hate to say it, but that was not the first time, nor will it probably be the last time that happens to me. I mean, if you get old, it definitely won't be the last. I'm so scared. <clears throat> Have you ever laughed so hard you peed? Um, because <laughs> I did that the other day too. I don't think I have. I'm not really like a like a peer, like an accidental peer. Um. My mom used to pee when she sneezed. Honestly, she still does. I think it's because she had five kids. So she would just be like, sneeze, and then she'd just pee her pants. And she'd be like, that's your fault. And I'd be like, that's rude. I'm six. Like, I didn't ask to be born. She's a 10, but she's short itself. She's still a 10. She's still a 10. What stays and basically obsessed stays. Yeah, that's right. That's until right. until a weech makes a YouTube video. God damn. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my bee says Pixie. <laughs> no, you can keep it. Beautiful. I see you deleted it. It's okay. No, 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 no. Don't delete. Don't delete. Don't delete. Keep it. Keep it's it. It's okay. You can put me on blast. It was funny. Blast. You know, this gives them incentive. They they see what they've missed out on true. if they're not here. True. Um this was a fantastic. I'm glad that you enjoyed um for those of you who are watching, if you know any of your, uh, if you have any friends, or if you want to subject yourself to this nonsense, <laughs> you're welcome to do so. 
join my discord uh send me a dm we can chit chat for a little bit and then i'll i i'm trying to do a thing where i kind of like personalize every interview to whoever i'm talking to it's really um, good you did a really good job thank you so much uh this is a thing that i love to do so yay uh and then you know find me online bro like yeah and then if you don't know if you don't know chibi rabbit find chibi rabbit online what the fuck are you even doing if you're not following her um no she's like you guys need to uh focus on mr weech himself but seriously brace thank you so much for allowing me to do this interview with you and trusting me to be a good interviewee oh my gosh i I genuinely mean it. I, I knew like, that you was, would be. I was tickled pink. <laughs> and you are such a nice interviewer, too. Like, not even trying to be uh, funny or anything. <laughs> Lit. But, like, such a nice, like, again, personalized interview made me feel very special. You were very respectful. And I felt like it was, like, a nice discussion, too. And, you know, Chad enjoyed it. Thanks, I guys. hope so. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, yeah. Great. Well, then we actually have one final task. Oh, um, you get to help me do my sign off. <gasps> yeah. Okay, so the way that the sign off goes is I say I'm basic. And then you say, and we'll see you next time. Or we'll both say, and we'll see you next time. Okay. Uh, so thank you guys so much for watching. Just remember that I'm basic and we'll see you next time. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll try, try one more time. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you guys so much for watching. Just remember that I'm basic and we'll see you next time. Next time. Nailed it. Yeah, it was good. We did it so good. <laughs> okay, bye everyone. and frustrations to realize them loving deeply